This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey friends, welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I am even more excited than usual to be here chatting with you guys today because I am celebrating and I invite you to celebrate with me too. Here at the Ops Authority, we have been in business for about seven years. Of course, we have pivoted and changed and seen season after season, ups and downs in the economy, new offers, new audiences, you name it, just like businesses do. And along this journey, three years ago, almost three years ago to the day, we began this podcast. And today I am celebrating 100,000 downloads. It is a number I have never really shot for. Like I didn't say I'm going to be successful when I get to 100K, but man, oh man. And this came out of the blue. It's not something that we track avidly because I know the podcast is working for us. And we'll talk about that a little bit today. But when I logged in to our podcast host and I saw that we were like at 85,000 a couple weeks ago, I told my team, oh my goodness, we are getting close to 100,000 downloads. And my mind is kind of blown. I have not ever been really obsessed with the data around podcasts. I know I love data. I track it a lot, but the podcast isn't one of those things that I have really been super attentive to from a data perspective. So We know it's working. We have other indicators that the podcast is working, but oh my goodness, it feels like a big pat on the back and just a really big reason to celebrate. So today in this podcast here at episode number 160, I'm going to share with you what I have learned throughout my podcasting journey and straight up, we are going to celebrate today. And as we celebrate, I have a favor to ask you. If you wouldn't mind pressing pause right now, go into your podcast player and leave me a rating and review. It just helps us to get the word out to other people. If we've already reached 100,000 downloads, I know that we have many more people to reach, to talk to, to begin relationships with. And that has been an amazing gift of podcasting. So before I dive in, please give me a review and a rating. And if you would be so kind, screenshot it, put it over in our Ops Insiders Facebook group. You can find that by going to theopsinsiders.com. All right, here we are, episode 160. Let's talk about this podcasting journey that I have been on, the ahas, the rewards, the benefits of doing this, and what I've learned over these 100,000 downloads. Alrighty, I've got a few tips for you as usual. I'm going to talk about some of the data that we've collected. I'm going to go into these tips, and then I'm also going to share with you kind of the dark side, the opposite side of what you may be thinking as we are celebrating this. So let's dive into those stats just because I think it's fun. And I know the people who hang out here are kind of interested in all those stats. 
So we started our very first episode dropped on July 31st of 2019. Wow. In these last three years, you think of everything that has gone down in the world, in the economy, in business, especially in small business and online businesses, lots and lots have happened. So in 2019, in that first year of podcasting, we had almost 18,000 downloads. In the second year, we had about 32,500 And in this last year, in the third year, we have had almost 56,000 downloads. So it continues to grow and it is just, it's incredible. Like I told you in the beginning, I really don't track these numbers, you know, in a really, really nuanced way, but wow, we are already at 100,000 downloads. As you guys know, there's lots of places to listen to podcasts and it looks like about 65% of our downloads come through Apple Podcasts. 25% through Spotify, and then there are pages and pages of other podcast hosts out there, and those make up about 10%. We've got listeners, oh, the list of countries is so cool, but I went ahead and pulled the top five out, and then there were literally a hundred others that had, you know, anywhere from one to about 60 listeners over a month. So Of course, the number one country that listens to us is the United States, followed by Canada, Australia, the UK, and then New Zealand. Not very far, actually just a couple of listeners behind that was Lithuania, Spain, and the Philippines. So, I mean, look at the breadth of what podcasting is able to do, how many people in different countries and economies we are able to get in front of. Lastly, some other cool things I liked to look at when I was doing this are the top episodes. Now, that is something that we do pay quite a bit of attention to because we use that and we're looking and seeing the trends of what people are looking at when they come to our podcast. From there, it helps us with other content to put out. And we'll dive into a little bit of that here in a little bit. But number one episode that people have downloaded is episode 120. What does a DOO do? I actually think it's titled, what exactly does a DOO do? (laughs) And then episode 129 and 130, that was our state of the union as a service providing professional. And we had a forum of other peers of mine, and that seemed to be something that was really well received. So don't be surprised if we come back to that at the end of this year again. Episode number 26, a week in the life of a DOO. Then episode 136, visibility, different ways of being visible for service providers. And then episode 125, the project management skills that you already have to become a launch manager. So interesting to see the things that you guys love to listen to. So just a little history from our podcasting experience. I had been in business for about four years. I was primarily a one-to-one service provider before this time. I had run a group program called the A-Team a few times, and I was speaking on lots of stages between 2017, 2018, and even in 2019. And I was becoming organically visible. And really, that's my number one marketing tool is organic marketing. I love getting in front of people and building relationships, like real relationships, on a one-to-one level. And as you guys know, and you can imagine, that wasn't something that we could sustain, especially as I was moving more into a one-to-many model with this group program. Now, since then, that group program has been sunset or has retired, and I have shifted and navigated and pivoted just like you guys have over the last three years. And one of the things 
that we did from a marketing perspective. Our marketing director at the time was Esther Littlefield. Shout out to her because she was the one that was really on my behind to get this going, to get this set up. She did so much to help me get this going because she could see something that I couldn't see. I was am, but definitely at that point, I was just so connected and really loved connecting with people on a one-to-one level. And she kept saying from a marketing perspective, if you're going to do this bigger, batter and reach more people, you need to come up with another marketing system. And her advice, and I'm so grateful for that today, was to begin a podcast. And that podcast today has resulted in 100,000 downloads. So big shout out to Esther for making me really, I mean, I resisted. I was, I am a perfectionist and I was wanting it to just be perfect. And I mean, I can't even tell you how many times in months, maybe even literally a full year that I procrastinated getting this done. Everything from those decisions of what kind of music I wanted, what the intro was going to sound like. Oh my gosh, what am I even going to talk about? All of those thoughts that naturally come up when you're beginning something like this. I was definitely not avoiding any of those and it really delayed me, but we put that date or maybe she probably said, you know what, we're starting on this date or else. <laughs> and she project managed me to make sure that we had, I think it was four episodes already recorded and all of that jazz. So we began on July 31st and I just wanted to formally and publicly thank Esther for helping me to get going because this has been something that has really transformed the way that we have been able to build more relationships. And that's something I couldn't see at the time. I thought I had to do it by speaking, by getting in front of people, physically in front of people. And this has shown to be able to have even a greater effect than the thing that was most comfortable for me. So this required me going out of my comfort zone and really doing something very different and also extremely rewarding. So thank you, Esther. She's no longer with our company, but because of many of the efforts that she has, including this one, she's always going to be a part of the legacy of this business. And on top of that, she's a dear, dear friend of mine. As I was thinking about some of the feelings and things and accomplishments and benefits that podcasting has brought the Ops Authority, I jotted down some notes and we came up with seven, I came up with seven different things. First of all, Because of podcasting, it has made me improve my messaging. And as someone probably a lot like you, someone who is more on the operational side, someone who is very organized, very methodical and analytical, you know, the marketing side of business does not come easy to me. Now, speaking is not necessarily a difficult thing for me, but, you know, succinct messaging has always been a struggle because I love to talk. (laughs) So by using this mechanism of podcasting, it has really made me improve my messaging. Over the journey of these last three years, I've already shared that I have had many different offers and products and services during that time. But when you come to the mic and you start podcasting, it is way easier if you are talking to one audience from a consistency perspective. And as I look over all of these episodes, especially those at the very beginning, I could see that sometimes I was talking to business owners about what a DOO does. And then sometimes I was talking to those people who are more operational focused. And so this was one of those things that really made me get clear because in my mind, I was still at three years ago, I was still at that place where I was wanting to serve all the people I had not niched down. I had several services at the time that I kicked this podcast off. And so 
That's one of the gifts is it made me get really, really specific about who I was going to be working with. And because of that, my messaging became much more succinct. And it showed up here on this podcast. Another thing that podcasting has helped me to do is to continue to build personal relationships, to build a personal connection. And this is something I didn't think podcasting would really allow me to do in the same way, or at least with the same depth and reach that speaking and doing tons of coffee chats and going to events would. But podcasting has completely debunked that. So you know how hard it would be to get in front of 100,000 people? (laughs) Podcasting has definitely changed my opinion of what the reach can be when you show up consistently. So this gives me a platform to tell stories, to connect with people that resonate with what I am doing, what I have built, what I will continue to do to understand and listen to my opinions, my ideas, and really to attract some like-minded professionals. Maybe we have a similar background, a similar corporate story, or maybe I am connecting with people who aspire to do and to work with people as a director of operations, just as I have done. So I really believe that the ability to show up and to tell my story on a weekly basis, to share my ideas, has helped me to build relationships and truly friendships have emerged from the podcast. Third thing, this podcast has simplified our marketing. I mean, there are so many different ways that you can market a business, right? And in the earlier days of my business, I believe I pre- I think of like a scratch off, like a lottery ticket and you just scratch and scratch and you're looking for symbols that match. I had many and many and many a scratches. <laughs> and I believe that this podcast helped me to simplify this. And this wasn't something that I originally thought would happen, but this podcast has become the top of our funnel from a marketing perspective. And whatever we generate here, we repurpose into many platforms. If we are leading up to a launch, we are definitely purposeful of what we're putting here to help the listener lead them to the next thing. It helps us with you know, any of the things that we call to action. If we're giving you or we're inviting you to do something or to take in the next step, everything starts here at the podcast. So this is really simplified. Instead of having one strategy for podcasting, one for speaking, one for maybe social media, you name it, you know, another one for a Facebook show, everything starts here at the podcast. And it's been really, really good. The fourth thing, this podcast has become a sales system and what a gift that has been. If someone is interested in becoming a certified director of operations, they come to this platform, even if they don't find us organically. We've got plenty of people who find us who aren't even looking for the DOO program, but those that are interested, that want to become a DOO, we send them here because they can get to know a whole lot about me, about the way that I teach, about my style. They get to know a lot about my heart, my past, and it helps them to know, is this somebody that I can see myself learning from? And so, In doing that, they are making up their mind if they want to continue on the journey with me. Now, sometimes that's going to be in the form of a sale or joining our Director of Operations Certification Training Program. And sometimes it's just to continue down the path 
of where they are right now. We may actually go into working together one day and we may not, but this gives them a journey to really get to know a lot about me. And, you know, there's a lot of episodes now. So we find that a lot of people come here and they binge episodes. If this resonates with them, they will come back. They will listen and listen and listen in a very short period of time. And then they become weekly listeners or subscribers to the podcast. From there, they then join our Ops Insiders group. So if you have not done that yet, you are invited right now to join us at theopsinsiders.com. That is our private Facebook group. And that's where we kind of continue the conversation from this podcast. You can see, like I just talked about, this is the top of funnel. This is the conversation that we're starting right here. We carry it over into the other mediums that we use. This feels kind of funny to say, but I mean, come on. The name of my business is The Ops Authority. (laughs) So the fifth thing I want to share is the podcast really helps us to have an authority. And I love that about the podcast. The authority piece kind of couples with another benefit. And that has been that this platform has given me the opportunity to share my views, the trends I'm seeing, any kind of opinion I have. And I am so appreciative that I can put this here in a safe place. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily tucked behind a paywall or anything like that, but I can put new ideas. I have tested plenty of ideas here on the podcast. Any enterprising idea that is not inside of our certification lives here on this podcast. And because we can attract and so many different people can listen to this, they are able to listen and to agree or disagree, or at least start a conversation, which we typically do over inside of the Ops Insider. So that authority is definitely organic. But the next thing is, this gives me, as someone who's a thought leader in the space of operations and specifically small business operations, leadership, and training, this is a great medium for me to be able to kind of get my thoughts together and share them with an audience. And then the flip side of that is me being a recipient of how you guys take it. Is it helpful? Is it, you know, is it something you agree with? Is it something that you feel is really, really off? And we get to continue that over inside the Ops Insiders. The last thing I'm going to share that podcasting has really been helpful for me is when I started this business, I I would say that I'm a very untraditional CEO. I am meant to be a COO of a company. I happen to be in a CEO situation and definitely still act as the COO inside of this business. And marketing doesn't come natural to me. And obviously to build a very strong business, you have to have some really good attention to the marketing side. So with a little bit of that history, Knowing that I want to continue to build a big, strong business, I want to be able to help as many people as possible. I want you guys listening every single week. This podcast has given me the opportunity or the place to share free content. I want to help so many people. This has been on my heart since I started this business seven years ago. Now, I could have never expected that I would be where I am today. So let that be a reminder to you that if you are not at your final destination or where you wanna be, I promise you that in six months from now and one year from now, things are going to look different for you just like they are for me. No business stays the same year over year. And if they do, if they're not adaptive to change the industry, the market, if you're not adaptive, you will literally not be in business. So 
as I have been able to evolve, something that has stayed the same for me is just knowing that I want to give free content. I want to help as many people as possible. And I love that this is available to people who are not necessarily inside of my community yet. And at the same time, people who have already built a really strong relationship with me, with this brand, who are certified DOOs, they still have a place to go every single week. One thing I'm really, really proud of is in this three-year commitment, I have never missed an episode. And I'm really, really proud of that because when I started, I, I was like, oh my goodness, maybe I'm going to have to do seasons because I just cannot, you know, what am I going to talk about? And am I going to be organized enough to do this every single week? So Alrighty. I hope that that has just been a little bit of an insight as to what podcasting has been like and the benefits that it, the reward really that podcasting and this mechanism and this medium for me has been to me personally, but also to the brand of the ops authority. Now on the backside of this, you know, I've talked about all the amazing things about podcasting. Let me just, you know, I love truth talk and I want to give you the other side too. I am an operator by trade. I am an operator with a lot of experience. Those are my natural gifts. I'm a project manager. I'm analytical. I'm methodical. I am a perfectionist. I am not a recovering perfectionist. I'm an active perfectionist. So using a medium like this has really, really stretched me to places that I'm still, three years later, I am still uncomfortable with. So I won't say that this is the downside of podcasting. This is just my experience. And I, I love being honest with you. And I love having you guys as listeners who hopefully understand and want to hear this stuff. But on the flip side of all of these amazing things and perks of podcasting, I want to share that there's a cost associated to doing this. You know, you see a lot of articles out there and you see a lot of people even selling the idea of podcasting as, you know, it can be homegrown. You can do it yourself. Now, you probably can, but these are skills that not very many people do. We have an entire podcast production team who takes these files every week and makes them way better. They sound way better. Now, when I started podcasting, I had no idea that sound was actually such a big thing. But the more podcasts I listen to, the more particular I am about sound. So I need someone who definitely has an ear for this, who is trained, who is a professional, you know, in audio production. And for me, I basically wouldn't do this without a professional team to put these podcasts out. So yes, with that, there is a cost associated. And it's not just that part of the production. It's also somebody on my team is creating graphics and someone's got to upload it into, you know, the different, the various podcast players. Someone's writing show notes. There's lots of things that need to get done. And as I am running this business, it is not something that I would be able to do. I can't even think three years ago, I would have had the time or the skill or the ability to be able to do all of the podcast production. So I want to be real and maybe debunk some of the things that you may see and hear and read out there. I believe that you need a podcast production team and there is a cost associated with that for sure. Another thing, the time and the planning. Now, I know that there are people who have a, a natural gift and for some reason, the permanence of the podcast makes me I literally script, write bullet points and script every single podcast. It takes me about four hours a week 
to come up with the content and to sit down and record it. And sometimes it takes me eight hours. So I want to be very real about that. That may not be the same for you, but for me, for the way that I want to show up, the intentionality I want to have when you choose to spend time with me, that's just me. And I may be overthinking it. I may be overcomplicating it. Hey, I'm an operator. We're known to kind of do those things, but I want to put out quality for you guys. And because of that, it definitely takes time on my part and the planning. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, before we go into a launch of the certification program, you know, we tend to put out different types of content that lead us into that. Here in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing our scope creep challenge, and we've got a whole new bend on that. And so we are going to be talking in the next couple of weeks more about what scope creep looks like and how it feels. And so you're going to see that for those people who listen to us on a regular basis every single Wednesday when these podcasts are dropped. If they're following along, I'm telling them a story that is getting them interested and curious building connection. And for them, it may be the right time to join our certification program. And it may not be. But you know, I, I want this to be very intentional for our marketing, but also for from a relationship with you guys. And so it definitely takes planning. The time component is something that I, I really thought oh, at the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd probably take like, I'll record for about 30 minutes. I'll take a few notes. Probably takes me about 30 minutes before. I've got a full production team that's going to take care of it afterwards. Now, in reality, it takes me a solid, you know, like I said, four, maybe six hours a week. And then the production side of this, this is probably, I would say, about three to four hours of production after I am done. So, you know, you take that times, you know, one episode every single week. That's a significant contribution of effort, time, and resources. And I don't think people really talk about that. Now, speaking about those things, I could get a whole lot better about batching. And that is something I've never been able to master. <laughs> my life is kind of crazy right now. I am very, very focused on my children and my calendar is really built around their activities and whatnot. So maybe when I grow up and get a little bit better at this, <laughs> I'll actually batch and make my team very, very happy when I do that. I love being ahead a couple of weeks at a time. And I know that there are podcasters and friends of mine who can do like six, 12 weeks at a time. Maybe one day, team, I will have my ish together and that will be something that we can accomplish. But for now, we're really about two weeks ahead at all times. And I wanted to point out the fact that there is a massive time commitment that goes into generating this free content each week. And the last thing, the skill. I am, I think I'm a lot like you. I want to get better at the things that I'm doing. And, you know, I listen to people's podcasts that I'm interested in because of the content. And then there are people out there that I listen to that are just like phenomenal interviewers. I mean, Jacqueline Malone, I don't know if you guys listen to the Go To Gal podcast, but oh, wow. I just think that she is the best interviewer. The What Works podcast with Tara, I am like, uh, every time I listen, I'm just like, wow, I love the way that her interviewing style. And so from a professional growth perspective, this podcast is, you know, it gives me just one more thing I want to get better at. But when I look at all the marketing that is needed out there, knowing that this is the top of the funnel, that's one thing that I feel like I can get better at. You know, it's within my scope to get better, to improve and all of that. So 
I wanted to share a little bit of the other side, kind of the the nuances, the the hardships I have with podcasting. Overall, it is an incredible gift. I am so grateful to show up every single week and not really me to show up, but for you guys to listen, to engage with me. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I would be so honored if you would take just 60 seconds out of your day right now to drop me a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Give me a rating and review. If you'll screenshot that, send that over, post it inside of our Facebook group, theopsinsiders.com. I would love to see those and have you celebrate our 100K. We're calling it Hooray for 100K. And I wonder how quickly we will be at 200,000 downloads. Friends, thank you so much for showing up every single week to listen, to share conversation, to build a relationship with me and this brand. It means so, so much. And I am grateful for your listenership and all that you've done and supported me as I have grown in, of course, myself, but also as we have grown the Ops Authority. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And hooray for 100K. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.